0: Welcome to Legislative Breakdown. It's a podcast from Boise State Public Radio. I'm Samantha Wright with Gary Boncrief, Boise State University political science professor who spends all his spare time studying legislatures around the country, including Idaho's. And in this podcast, we break down the Idaho legislature, what's happening. We drill down into the why and the how it affects you. And keeping with a recent food theme in the podcast, we've done pie, we've done sausage. We'll try to make some soup this week, or at least figure out why the legislature hasn't made soup yet with the... uh, with the governor's health care bill. And stay with me. Soup will come back. The health care bill. You may remember this bill because it's been around a couple of times now. Governor Butchotter's bill, it was designed to provide coverage to about half of the health coverage gap population, those are the people who couldn't afford health insurance and couldn't get onto Medicaid. It would have asked for a couple of federal waivers from the federal government to uh, to do some things that weren't exactly Obamacare compliant. This bill has been floating around and it's sort of had kind of a crazy time. Gary, what has happened to this bill?
1: Well, this bill, you may remember, uh, Samantha, this bill, was in the Health and Welfare Committee and was uh, sent to the floor back in February. And the motion made by the chair of the committee, Fred Wood, was to return the bill to the committee. At the time, it appeared that the Republican Party did not have enough votes to pass it on the floor. There was also a lot of concern among people that this bill was being resisted by some organizations that were potentially putting pressure on some of the legislators and they were concerned because it was a primary season coming up. So there were a number of things going on there. The bill was in fact returned to the committee and it appeared that that was probably the end of it uh, for the year. However, this week, at the very end of the session, Christy Perry, who was a member of that committee, made a motion in the committee to bring that bill back to the floor again. The motion in the committee was successful on a seven to five vote. It came back to the floor again. The argument was, you know, we need to at least be on record on this bill. Uh, There was a lot of concern among some citizens and several organizations that we need to get something done on this. And so she pushed to have that bill back on the floor. It came back to the floor again And it was, uh, again, Fred Wood made a motion to send it back to the committee, and in fact, that's what happened. It was sent back to the committee, and the debate around the vote was a very emotional debate and vote, and the vote itself was not on whether to pass this bill or not. It was on the procedural motion, whether to send the bill back to the committee.
0: That's right, and uh, very emotional. So here's Christy Perry, who we will point out is a Republican. Here she is on the floor during all of this this week. I have been all but spit on in this body for bringing it back. And, uh, and I just want to stand here and tell you guys that I don't give a damn what anybody thinks of me in this. I came here not because of the people here, but to represent my people who have cried to have some movement in this particular uh, arena. And then we heard from Fred Wood, who you mentioned, who is also a Republican, and, uh, and here's what he had to say.
1: This bill will not go anywhere this year, never was going to go anywhere this year, for a variety of reasons, a bunch of which weren't political. It wasn't soup yet. So the whole idea of not forcing a vote out here when you know what the result is going to be And and everybody here understands what the result is going to be. That's not a secret, for goodness sakes. But we're trying to drive a square peg into a round hole this year.
0: So uh, there's that soup coming back. Fred Wood talking about how the bill was not soup yet. It had not turned into soup. And uh, we want to make clear, they weren't debating the bill itself. This was a debate on whether to get to the bill, whether the bill was going to stay on the floor or go back to committee. Do I have that right?
1: That's right. And uh, I think it's worth pointing out that sometimes the most important thing that happens on a bill isn't the vote on whether it should pass or not. It's on some procedural measure prior to that. You may remember some years ago in a presidential debate, John Kerry said, I voted for that bill before I voted against it. And a lot of people went, what are you talking about? Well, what he was talking about was procedural components. And that's pretty inside baseball. And a lot of people didn't understand what he was talking about and may not understand what was going on here. Although this one, I think, is a little more evident about what's really happening. So what's happening here is this was a procedural vote to send the bill back to the committee. What that meant was if that procedural vote Passes, they are not actually going to take a recorded roll call vote on the bill itself. This is the difference between procedure and policy. Procedural votes sometimes are just as important or maybe more important than policy. There's a great old line from John Dingell, who was a congressman from Michigan for many, many years, and he once said famously that if I let you write policy and you let me write procedure, I'll screw you every time. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, and there's a lot of truth to that in any way. So, this, so sometimes procedural votes are what's really the important component.
0: And uh, we're going to go back to the floor. Here's Alana Rubel talking about just that, about the procedure part of this whole debate. But we should not be here to hide behind procedural votes. And frankly, it won't work. If the idea is to hide behind procedures so that people don't have to go beyond the record on this tough issue... It won't work. Everybody knows this isn't a procedural vote today. A vote today to send this down to committee
1: is a vote on the merits. It's a vote on the merits to kill this health care plan. And the people of Idaho will know that. Um, And all they will see in this body today is their government failing.
0: All they will see from a vote to send this back with no vote is a a government that is cowardly. A government that is too afraid to go on the record and show the people of Idaho that they really stand on such a profoundly important issue. Okay, that was uh, again Democrat Alana uh, Rubel. And here's Vito Barbieri, Republican, giving what uh, was one of the reasons why uh, that came up during this debate that it shouldn't be voted on, uh, the actual bill.
1: When we have a debate on the floor and that bill dies, it is impossible to bring that concept back within a couple of years. Okay, true or false? <laughs> Well, I think that's a pretty false statement. Uh, I understand what uh, what he means, but the fact is bills do die one year and come back the next year. What was particularly odd about that argument, and by the way, he's not the only one that was making this argument. A number of other people made it in sending this bill back to the committee as well. But one of the things that I found most odd about this was that the bill that followed this one was a bill to deal with uh, – Corrections industry and making cabinets and selling them wholesale, and they're getting basically into the business stream. And several of the sponsors of that legislation argued that we really ought to pass this bill now because we think it's a good bill. And several of the opponents to this bill argued. Well no, let's kill it now, let's defeat it now and we can work on it during the interim and bring it back next year. It was the exact opposite argument of what Vito Barbieri was making at this point and these bills followed one another. It was just right one right after the other.
0: So what are the repercussions? The bill is essentially dead again. Yeah. It's gone. So what are the repercussions of this this vote that we had? Now Obviously, since the bill is dead, that means a whole lot of people are not going to get health insurance or affordable health insurance that they they might have gotten under this bill had everything worked out the way it was supposed to be. So that's a big repercussion for a lot of people and uh, some in desperate need. What are the other repercussions that uh, that have come out of this vote or will come out of this vote?
1: So – This is a bill that's obviously caused a lot of concern, a lot of consternation, a lot of conflict within the chamber. And it appears that there are a number of people in the general public who are pretty upset about this. And their recourse is basically one of two things at this point. One is to try to pass some kind of health care bill themselves through the initiative process. And they are indeed trying to do that at this point.
0: There's an initiative out there to expand Medicaid
1: in Idaho. Yeah. This group announced earlier this week that they had half the signatures that they needed in order to get this initiative on the ballot. Now, it's important to understand that in Idaho, getting an initiative on the ballot is not an easy task. There are about 24 states that have the initiative process, and the rules—we're back to rules and procedure again—the rules are very different from one state to another. And in Idaho, the rules are difficult to use. Not only do you have to get a fairly high number of signatures on the petitions—that's 6% of the registered voters in the last election— not the people who voted, but the total number of registered voters. So that's a high number. It's roughly forty-five to 50,000 people in Idaho. You also have to get of the registered voters in 18 different legislative districts, basically in just over half of the legislative districts. So it's a hard thing to do. These organizations contend they have about half of those now. They are fighting mad after yesterday. A number of them were essentially removed from the gallery yesterday after this procedural vote. And I'm guessing they're going to use this as energy to try to get the rest of the signatures they need to get it on the ballot. Kind so of that's a
0: rallying one. cry. Yeah,
1: exactly. Whether they're successful or not remains to be seen. They only have about a month more to get this done. So they what's be, the other they, repercussion? They the other potential consequence is for people to vote against their legislators who refuse to hear this bill. Now, in, in a two-party state, that might be a viable option. But in a state like Idaho, it's not necessarily. It depends on who those legislators are. So there were 42 people who voted to send this bill back to committee. All of them were Republicans. And 11 of those were Republicans who have no primary competition and no general election competition. Basically, that's a quarter a little over a quarter of the people that voted to send this bill back to committee, there's no recourse for the voters in those districts to punish them, if you will, because they don't have any opponents.
0: They're already elected.
1: They're already basically elected at this point for the November 2018 election. I mean, unless there's a write-in of some sort, there's no reality to these people being defeated. There's another group of people who have a primary competition – but have no general election competition so and because primaries tend to draw a much smaller group of people to vote there's no way for many of the voters who are not republican registered voters in the primary there's no way for them to to have an effect on these individuals
0: so that means the bill is dead and uh you know what are its chances it comes back next year
1: I think there's actually a pretty good chance it will come back next year. Uh, what happens to it remains to be seen. You know, it's, it's, So much of it depends on who gets elected this year. It depends on who the governor is and whether he or she announces they'll veto this bill if it passes. It depends on what outside interest groups do to either support or oppose this bill. There's a lot of things that can happen. So I think the bill will indeed be back. Whether it's successful or not remains to be seen.
0: Gotcha. And maybe next year we'll find out whether or not uh, the bill becomes actual soup. And uh, next week we're going to wrap up the legislature and everything that happens. So be sure to uh, tune in for that. Gary and I will be back again next week to, to talk about the end of the session. Can't wait. Legislative Breakdown is a podcast from Boise State Public Radio. I'm Samantha Wright with Boise State political science professor Gary Moncrief. Our original music comes from local artist and composer Will Hall of the bands Nude Dude and Like of the Dog. And if you like this podcast, rate us on iTunes and help other people to find us. Remember, it's your legislature. Thanks for listening.